Welcome to The Light Angle. Today is January 24th, 2023. My name is Jack. Hope y'all are having a good week so far. I'm a little delayed on getting this uh, episode out. And it's not my fault. Well, it is my fault. Uh, I forgot to charge the batteries on my stuff for the creating a podcast and my laptop was dying. So it just didn't happen as fast as I wanted it to. But anyway, here we are moving forward. Uh, and in the fashion of 2023, we're going to stick to some good news. I got some stuff to tell you about. Uh, and you know, sometimes I just have to talk about the ridiculous in the world because it's ridiculous. And while this isn't really good news, it's, uh, I think you'll, I think you'll get a laugh out of it. Uh, this is from Fox news. Bill Gates wants to stop cows from burping in his latest investment. Genius. The story is, uh, from Kristen Altus. And it goes on to say, if you didn't think that solving how to stop cows from burping is a million dollar idea, well, Bill Gates apparently does. The Microsoft co-founder and billionaire has reportedly backed an Australian-based startup looking to stop cows from burping methane emissions, pouring funds into research around livestock food supplements. According to a press release, Gates from Breakthrough Energy excuse me, Gates's firm Breakthrough Energy Ventures with particip participation from Harvest Road Group raised $12 million for Rumen 8, a climate technology company. 12 million bucks, folks. Rumen 8 studies solutions to reducing livestock emissions and their latest initiative identifies anti-methogenic, yeah, anti-methogenic properties that can be produced efficiently and for a low cost to eventually feed to livestock. The dietary supplement is synthetically replicated from an active ingredient found in red seaweed called bromoform, which prohibits the creation of methane. You know, at any point, did anyone think maybe cows should eat what they've been eating since their creation? You know, Maybe they we shouldn't feed them stuff from the ocean or from water like seaweed. Maybe we should. Maybe that's not how they were created. I'm going to read on. Ruminate's latest round of investments aims to build brand development and move the supplement toward commercialization. The press release states the demand for sustainable protein has never been more apparent, which is why BEV is keenly interested in reducing methane emissions from beef and dairy. BEV founder and managing partner Carmichael Roberts said in a statement, Rumen 8 offers a low-cost, scalable toolbox that has already proven to be effective in reducing emissions. Our team will support Rumen 8 in working closely with farmers to expand the reach of this, uh, this solution globally. Gates has previously made public comments arguing that the world's wealthiest countries should ditch beef for plant-based alternatives. In his book titled How to Avoid a Climate Disaster, Gates details the measures needed to eliminate greenhouse gas emissions. The billionaire software developer and philanthropist discusses policy changes and tech innovations needed to help curb industries with the largest carbon footprints like steel, cement, and agriculture, where a third of all greenhouse gas emissions, which trap heat and warm the climate, come from livestock productions. Gates told MIT Tech Review in 2021 it would be almost impossible to eliminate emissions from burping cows and fertilizer to reduce methane emissions, saying that plant-based beef options are the only viable option. There are all 
there are all the things where they feed them different food. Like there's this one compound that gives you 20% reduction in methane emissions. But sadly, those bacteria in their digestive system that produce methane are a necessary part of breaking down the grass. And so I don't know if there will be a natural approach there. I'm afraid the synthetic protein alternatives like plant-based burgers will be required for at least the beef thing. Hmm. Not in this house, sir. We are red meat eating people. Well, except for my daughter. She's not. But anyway, she doesn't live here. I like burgers. I like steaks. And I like everything that, well, pretty much I'll eat. If it bleeds, I'll throw it on a fire and eat it. Except for people. That's gross and not okay. But anyway, um, this is uh, this is ridiculous. $12 million raised to keep cows from burping. Holy cow. Literally. Wow. That's just silly. Absolutely silly. I wonder if we could spend a little time thinking where $12 million could better be spent. Nope. Can't. I, I can't think of nothing. So there we have it. How about we go to something a little bit better, a little bit more uh, good. All right. So again, I talked last week how Fox News, uh, they have a Bible verse of the week, which is still blowing my mind. But uh, we're going to read that. We're going to continue on with it. And as long as it ain't too far off the, you know, scripture, we're going to stick with it. Because why not? We should uh, encourage, you know, especially mainstream media to bring the Bible into our daily lives. So their Bible verse of the week, God is with us in the battle, says Texas faith leader. Are not five sparrows sold for two pennies? I don't know. Yet none of them is forgotten by God. Indeed, the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. That's Luke 12, verses 6, 6 through 7. The New Testament verses from the Gospel of Luke are both comforting and, for some, perhaps confusing. Why is Jesus talking about God's love and concern for both humans and birds? First, the context in which these verses were spoken by Christ is important. Jesus was before a large crowd when he spoke these words, and the event recorded here takes place near the end of Jesus' ministry, as he was traveling from Jerusalem back to the region of Galilee. So it is, in, it is in some population center because the crowds have quickly gathered after he had cast out a demon, healing a mute man, and then he had lunch with a Pharisee who had invited, him, invited other Pharisees and some lawyers, uh, the site also says. In these specific verses, Jesus reminds us that God's desire is not to punish, harm, or bring retribution on us. His desire is to love and bless us. One clear example is simply to look in the created world and see how he has provided for all sorts of animals and birds because of his loving care, like cows eating grass and making hamburgers for us. One faith leader in Texas says that these verses both directly confront our lack of faith and remind us of God's awareness of our lives. Brandon Jenkins, pastor of Oasis Church in Rolette, Texas, also told Fox News, Jesus was speaking to thousands of people, giving a warning and words of encouragement to those in attendance. The same teaching applies to each one of us today, he also said. We can rest in our faith that God knows exactly what we need as we walk through life's challenges. He continued, too many times we wonder, where are you, God? We also wonder, did he forget about me? Why do I feel abandoned? The truth is this. He is with us in the battle, walking us through the hardship, offering a guiding voice for those who seek him. He also said, God will never forget you. He cares about you too much. This week, Jenkins said he encourages everyone to take a deep breath, take the kids to the park, stop worrying, and allow God to operate in our homes. 
he continued, you are worth more than the sparrows, and the God of this universe knows you personally with precision. Good words. Gosh, when crazy people with a bunch of money such as Bill Gates come up with these ridiculous plans to spend millions of dollars on keeping the cows from burping, we should just turn and walk away from that nonsense and maybe have a delicious steak or some other red meat product and enjoy what God has provided us with instead of worrying about nonsense. I have one more article, and this is actually from a magazine. Um, so th- recently, uh, my wife and I were in Tennessee. We're serving the community. Uh, Kia is serving much more than I am. She's actually literally getting her hours to become a certified uh, counselor for people with substance abuse issues. Um, but anywho, uh, we stopped at this one place called the general store in town. And I actually, it was brought to my awareness of this place, uh, from one of the people who, uh, own some property in our neighborhood here in Tennessee. And, um, he said, yeah, you should come out and have a sandwich. Not really thinking much about it, but I was like, Hey, I can always eat food. And last weekend, uh, had some time and we decided to get some lunch. So we went there to this little place. Uh, it's really cool. It's called the general store and it's, um, I don't know. It's kind of like a old, you know, 1800s Western, uh, place that makes sandwiches, has a bunch of, uh, you know, little stuff like pickled eggs and chocolate covered cashews to buy. And, uh, you know, just, you know, for your sweet tooth, fill your belly. Good stuff. Good, good Southern country cooking, right? So we walk in and uh, I was not expecting um, to be greeted and welcomed as I had. See, all the uh, employees there are actually volunteers and they're all young adults um, who have uh, disabilities such as Down syndrome, autism, and cerebral palsy. Um, they actually are the ones who take your order, prepare your food. takes a little bit longer. They let you know this and uh, greet you and stuff like this. And so we started asking, you know, some of the folks there, Hey, what is, uh, you know, what's going on here? And so we found out that it's actually part of a bigger, um, organization called the sheltering tree ranch, uh, which has a, uh, a school, uh, a cafe, which is the general store and kind of a retreat. So it started off in uh, actually 2007, uh, by a couple who had a son who was born with autism and, you know, like so many people, you know, you're like, well, what do we do? You know? And uh, there wasn't much going on in this little town of Savannah. So they took it upon themselves to actually build a 5013C uh, called The Ranch. It's a nonprofit organization and Christian ministry for children and adults with special needs. Uh, They have three school buildings and are an accredited Christian school. They teach 40 students who have cerebral palsy, autism, Down syndrome, and teacher-student ratio is very low. They also actually have a ranch with horses. Um, and so the volunteers, the uh, young adults, uh, their titles are ranch hands. And their whole purpose, especially in the cafe, is they learn how to wait on customers, bus tables, take the food, work on their uh, social skills and that type of thing. Um, and the whole purpose is to prepare them for an actual job and be a part of society. Absolutely amazing. I was in awe. And, you know, you ever have that feeling where and when you're in a place and you just, you feel the goodness, you feel that, you know, people are actually walking in the light of Christ. They're trying to make a difference. They're trying to do good. And they are. And I mean, <laughs> when you genuinely have people who are just happy to see you and, you know, 
talk to you and maybe take a picture with you. That's, that's awesome. And, you know, my wife and I, we ended up spending, you know, (laughs) probably two hours there just talking and hanging out and, you know, trying to figure out how we can be a part of this because it's one of those things that you want to be a part of. Uh, they also have a plan to allow 40 to 50 or 30 to 40 people to actually live in cabins on the property in the woods and work on the ranch. Uh, it's the same folks, the young adults with these disabilities. Um, and this is more focused to people who won't have jobs, but still want to have a purpose. And that purpose would be working on the ranch as ranch hands, working in the barn and with the horses, uh, in the general store. Uh, it's creating an actual life for these folks who for such a long time were given up on and not given, you know, opportunities like this. So I just thought, you know, wanted to bring it to your attention that even in small towns like Savannah, Tennessee, There are amazing things happening and you see the body of Christ working and doing things and making a difference. Um, And so I guess this week question is what difference are you making? How are you providing? How are you providing purpose to not just yourself, but to those around you? It doesn't have to be, you know, creating a whole 5013C like this, but it can be, you know, volunteering. It can be making something for someone. You might be very well off financially and can help with your dollars. You know, God gives us all different spiritual gifts. You know, we have to take it upon ourselves to actually put those to work and line them up with God's will. So just a fun thought. I thought I would share that with you. Also, if you're in Savannah, Tennessee, they literally have the best, I mean, Western or country cheeseburger you can imagine with the bacon jam oh my goodness it's like a little football that you just you know get greased down halfway down your elbows you know and you don't even care because it's so good anyway so maybe they don't have salads that's okay but anyway moving on why don't y'all pray with me father god thank you for not forgetting us but rather giving us your word as a reminder of how much you love us and want us close to you Help us when we find ourselves in despair with no easy way out of a situation to dig into your word for wisdom and encouragement instead of looking for the ways of the world to give us a quick comfort and pleasure. Help those who have disabilities and provide all of us with the compassion to reach out and provide assistance wherever and however we can. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, y'all, that's it for this week's episode of The Light Angle. But remember, we each have a purpose that's much greater than making a few extra dollars, feeding a temptation, or getting the last word in on our social media post. It all starts with two simple things, loving our God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and loving our neighbor as we love ourselves. Hope always starts with a little light in the darkness.